Welcome back to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer. Oh, me? Hey, I'm Tyler Boudreau from uh, the Amateur Nerds podcast, currently covering High School Musical. I'm Chad Burdett. I write the comics blog for the Albany Times Union, and I'm also doing some other stuff. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to hear about that. that. Yeah, glad to have you as our guest, Chad. I'm I'm sorry, I already failed my co-hosting duties. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Tyler as our as our uh, with no responsibilities co-host. Yay! Am I, your intrepid first officer. Yeah, <laughs> make it so. Well, I mean, I think it's this is the first time I've done something like this since uh, the Watchmen oh. podcast. So wow, this this is my usual shtick. You'd think I'd be better at it. <laughs> well thanks so much guys for joining um discussing yes yeah. thank you at least a, a minute if not two or three hopefully um and so this is minute 52 um this week and it starts with everyone's initial non-verbal reactions to the t-shirt and ends with the t-shirt argument continuing and continuing and continuing <laughs> <laughs> for for the majority of this this uh three weeks that we'll have we'll be with you guys yeah um Ch- chad uh ooh, this is me putting on my co-host <laughs> hat shirt whatever um chad uh what's your what's your thought on the the t-shirt regardless of the context of the movie would you buy that t-shirt at a concert um i was i was i was thinking about that thinking of the i haven't been to many concerts but I think the last concert t-shirt I bought was probably a Dave Matthews concert in 2003, maybe. So I don't know if I would buy, I don't know if I'm into, I have enough t-shirts. <laughs> but they're okay. nice mementos. <laughs> I, w- I would probably buy that t-shirt. Yes, the one from the movie, probably. Honestly, like I appreciate a deep cut. So if they, if they had that T-shirt, just I would just wear it for the uh-huh. obscurest possible reference. That's <laughs> that's the kind of nerd cred I like to have. I'm sure there's some site you can find one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely some some similar ones, and I'm I've I've started trying to kind of make my own, you know, make 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 my own version of it with my own, you know, almost famous minute logo on it and so forth too. But. Uh... I've I've made so many T-shirts so far for this for all the other other T-shirts we see you all you know every other time worn by someone this time not, <laughs> um, but yeah so I mean yeah we it, it just really it's just great for this uh, first minute and this what we're covering that uh, these uh, two or three weeks that uh, we just linger on this T-shirt so so long <laughs> and we we even hear these. You know, it's it's very low in a mix, but it's 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 like size and like uh nose, you know. But it's a great uh, Jason Lee, you know, kind of speech. Much like jazz, it's about the reactions they don't have. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the silence of of it's everyone's mm-hmm. deafening silence that the tour manager's like, right? This band does not like this shirt. We're gonna get rid of it. <laughs> it's the record company's fault, and they will pay. Yeah. <laughs> like every discussion I've had for the past month and a half. 
Oh, why is the tour manager British? I, I, I forget. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know that we really have a great uh, clue as to, um, I mean, it's it's a, it's supposedly, you know, as we find out here, I mean, it, it's definitely explicitly stated here, and I think ne- maybe next minute or so, um, that, uh, you know, he's Russell's friend, you know. Yeah. Uh, they got this gig of being their, their manager, their touring manager. Definitely, definitely, as we find out later, definitely much more so of a touring manager and not a very good one at that and so forth. But Yeah, um, and I- yeah, I would I would venture to guess that when you're in, in American filmmaking and you need to cast a, a prick type character, yeah. it's easy to mm. cast them as British because then that more quickly communicates, oh, I d- I'm supposed to not like this person. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just British people in general. I would just assume that they would like that. I don't know very many British people. I mean, now he's done uh, other good acts, pretty good accents. I think um, uh, it's it's Noah Taylor is playing Dick, and he is British Australian. Um, and and then that's you know, I don't even think we we know that for sure uh, for for this movie for this character whether he's really supposed to be British or Australian or 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 a combo <laughs> as as uh, the actor is. But uh, I mean the act, the actor, you know, I mean, you know, I'm I'm used to his m- most recently used to his uh, Adolf Hitler <laughs> um, impression in in Preacher. I mean, I would just venture to guess that, like, in the the semi history history historicism that's a word <laughs> the semi historicism of this movie that uh, Cameron Crowe probably once worked with a, a British tour manager like this, yeah, and so he it was like, hey. Make him British. Yeah, we've heard a little bit about who he's supposed to be based on too. Um, uh, I think I think it's oh, could have been Stones's manager maybe. I, I'd have to go back and look at that. We had a guest who actually knew that pretty well. Um, who who is uh, who he's uh, mostly based on? Again, it's 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 generally all, all this composite. You know, the band's a composite of several different bands and and. Uh, as is Penny Lane is, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's a good three different roughly, um, uh, women that she's based on and, and manager wise, I, I could, I could imagine he's not just that one person that, uh, ma- uh, old classic rock, you know, manager from the sixties and seventies that, uh, someone mentioned, um, before, but he could easily be mostly that person, but uh, a couple others thrown in little traits here and there. Um, but I, I definitely love that he happens to be still holding that knife from opening the box contain, containing the shirts. And, and that's when he, you know, he's, he's saying, you know, band, ha- band, happy. All right. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, if you're holding a knife to us, uh, we'll be happy. But no, they certainly <laughs> don't go that way. <laughs> they, they, they kick it up a notch here. Yeah. Hey, the ba- band's definitely not happy. <laughs> Just yeah, just saying it doesn't make it so. Unfortunately, I think the only one that you know really cares is uh, Jason Lee's character. But <laughs> again, yeah, the, yeah, we definitely the, get the, that um, the, the, during the, this. The, the other people are just like you know, just like we've had this fight before. You know, let's just go do something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and not exactly this fight, because supposedly this is their first T-shirt, um, <laughs> which is really odd. I think I mentioned oh. that last minute last week, 
um, where that where where one of them, whether it was Dick or someone else, said that you know our, our first you know your your, your guys' first T-shirt or what have you, and that's just so not uh, in, in in the same uh, uh, with with today's climate of of. Uh, people really uh t-shirt happy as as am i (laughs) (laughs) yeah but getting back to to what you were just saying a moment ago was that uh yeah i mean definitely we know larry uh the bass player played by mark kozlek um a real musician um you know this is one of his probably one of his best lines he only has like two or three others maybe um but um uh, de- definitely not the young girl, <laughs> high school girls <laughs> lines. I- I'd like to forget about those from a couple weeks, two or three weeks ago. But um, uh, you know, I mean, he's saying that he's just hungry and let's go go out and find some barbecue or something. Oh yeah, what's and what's Russell's line right before that? Do you, yeah, do you give a shit about a T-shirt? He's he's trying to get some feedback from the other guys and 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 you know that's that's so that's a good plus for Russell in, in Russell's column that that uh, you know it's it's a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all can relate with the the bass player just kind of saying, yeah. "I don't know, I just want some barbecue." That's kind of how I feel most hours of the day. Oh, that's how I feel in work meetings. It's just like decide something and let's you know move on. i made some i made some barbecue pulled pork at home the other day in the slow cooker that was that was pretty good (laughs) if you're looking for some quarantine recipe tips that's that's my tip for you um but jeff's jeff's line of i'm just one of the out of focus guys is is i think should become (laughs) if it isn't already should become a classic you know along with his you know, following the bus when they're leaving him, you know, I'm, 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 I'm only the lead singer, <laughs> you know, he's, I mean, in both cases, he's saying I'm whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Eric, when you, when you offered for me to be on the show and I said, I don't, I, I mean, I don't really know what scene in the movie. I just like something with Jason Lee in it. Yeah. Um, because mm. Jason Lee is just really so mm. one of, one of the all time great voices in acting. I, you have to say yeah. like, Maybe up there with Tom Hanks in terms of just like the timbre of his voice is just so perfect. It just it reeks with comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, most notably, uh, he plays uh, Syndrome in The Incredibles, which is oh. just a just a classic voice voice act. And I mean, obviously here it just he just so funny throughout. Yeah, the uh, the, the the monologues he's given by whether it's here Cameron Crowe. Um, I don't know if he has a good monologue in. I kind of feel like he might. Like it's down on the street uh, in um, Vanilla Sky. Um, he and uh, Noah Taylor come back for that for Cameron Crowe's next movie after this. Um, but then uh, Mall Rats, you know Kevin Smith and oh, uh, especially yeah. Mall Rats. Um, I mean, I'm a big Chasing Amy back. fan, Chasing more Amy. so. <laughs> what, what's that, Chad? Yeah, he also had had stole some of the scenes in Chasing Amy too. Yeah, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and that's where he premiered though, as Mall Rats, and that's you know from there, Kevin Smith kept going back to the well of okay, let's 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 come up with another great monologue for him, or two even sometimes probably in some of the movies, um, in the in the view of Skinniverse or what have you. Well, yeah, what's great about Jason Lee is that he has the two characters in the View of Skinniverse because he plays. He plays the guy from Mallrats who 
like owns who who later we found out like owns a comic book store and he plays uh is it Brody and Mallrats or Brody and um Chasing Amy? I don't remember. But and he plays the guy who makes the the comics in Chasing Amy. So in you in a movie like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, um he he has to show up in the, the two different roles and it's confusing if you're not familiar. He he's just the yeah. anchor. He traces. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's definitely. I'm I'm almost positive it's that character from um, Chase and Amy that goes on to own the comic store. Because well, he, no, because he was doing awfully well in Hollywood, but but he he took he he you know just took a hit or something and just you know, well, spent too well, much money or something and came and no, because in 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 Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back in the beginning they go visit his character from Mallrats who owns a comic book store and tells okay. them all about yeah. the the movie they're about to make. And then at the end, he he's there as the executive producer of the movie of the okay. blunt man oh, and chronic movie that they okay. are making. So it's not because he was the inker <laughs> part of, part of the creative team. <laughs> I see. That makes a lot more sense now. All, yeah, all of this yeah, to say Jason still, Lee is great. Yeah. Yeah. And reboot. He still has his comic store. Well, I kind of enjoyed him in uh, My Name is Earl, but that was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's where, yeah, I really... Even though I'd been pretty into the some of the uh, the Kevin Smith stuff at that point, I wasn't I wasn't as big of a fan as I am now. Um, and, yeah, I, I enjoyed the first... Roughly the first uh, however many seasons, half of the first seasons, you know, the... As it and went I mean, on, it was getting a little... little if you're a fan of rock and roll, who could forget the classic Jason Lee role of David in the Alvin and the Chipmunks series? Yeah, right. <laughs> which is the song that's the second song we hear. We we, we do hear a piece of music uh, by Nancy Wilson prior to that uh, in this movie. Yeah, I I, I noticed that when um when Condra was uh, watching the movie to prepare for her appearances on this show. Mm-hmm. I heard this the chipmunk song and I was confused. I was like, "Wait a second, what, what Jason Lee, I'm what's going on?" <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's, it's just a matter of all this back and forth between you know Russell and Jeff, you know, making their points, and you know, it's it's you know, I mean, Russell at one point he goes, he says, "Because I can see by your face, you want to you want to get into it." You know, so it's it's that that's that's I think that's that you know, we've had something like this happen before. You know, he, he's kind of used to this bubbling up every every now and then. And you know, the, the one thing that's unfortunate, though, as as is pointed out, more so next minute, I believe, um, that I mean, we we certainly see him in certain shots. Uh, William is here in the room with them. I mean. It's 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 pretty uncommon throughout this movie, I think, that uh, we ever see the band doing stuff without uh, William there. I mean, it's just it's it's probably like some it's some pretty insignificant uh, little little uh, like almost montage scenes um, that I can think of where William isn't in the room with them, but we get to see inside. Uh, Hotel, a hotel. Hey, speaking with... of being in the room where it happens, that's not a Hamilton reference. That's a oh. sex reference. Let's cut to commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's very good. And uh, yeah, 
that, that that's that's the one I've that's kind of the what I've used before is is the idea of uh being being off in the hotel room or being in a room uh you know a guy and gal whether it's William and some one of the one of the band aids not groupies um but uh you know back in the day it was it was less likely you could get your hand on some stuff like this but uh, you can get uh, some free sexy stuff from Adam and Eve. Um, you, you need to go to adamandeve.com and enter a promo code for the show. It would be much appreciated. It's AFMPOD, A-F-M-P-O-D, um, at adamandeve.com. But you can get some uh, free stuff that will spice up your bedroom. Uh, and it's you know through the Pantheon Network and, and this show, Almost Famous Minute, um, that, that uh, you can, you can uh, help support us. So, so with this free promo code, you get to select almost any one item for fifty percent off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Um, you just again, just make sure you enter the code AFMPOD at checkout. But and what you get, what happens then is you then get ten tantalizing free gifts. Um, and do do I remember correctly that the packaging is discreet? Oh yeah, they they definitely want to do that. Um, uh, when it is free shipping. But yeah, they'll they'll uh, make it discreet for you, so that way you can't be can't be too embarrassed by it. Um, but I do want to point out you you can get a f- sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and then a third item you'll both enjoy. Um, on top of all that, you also get six free spicy movies, and that sure makes a lot of sense for the uh, the listeners of this show, uh, <laughs> almost famous minute uh, that you get uh, or that that you like um, movies. Um, and hey, maybe you'll do one of those movies one minute at a time analysis. <laughs> and, and if you do one that's rock and roll related, maybe you can get on to uh, the uh, network we're on, Pantheon Podcasts. <laughs> um, but like I said, you get free shipping and you just need to put in AFM pod at uh, checkout at adamandeve.com. That's AFM POD. It's all happening. It's all it's happening. It's all happening. <laughs> So yeah, so then uh, you know one of the other things I noted, and and this this actually continues for the next also still the next two minutes, is that these three minutes for you two guys, uh, even though this is this rock and roll music, uh, movie, these three minutes are totally void of any music, no no soundtrack, no score, or nothing. Um, but uh, you know it, it kind of makes sense for what's happening with this big argument, you know, I mean, what, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like, uh, you wouldn't want to, uh, to have, you know, maybe a certain song or another kind of too associated with, with this band division. <laughs> I like the idea that they, like, there is a song in the background. It's just like super on the nose. I'm, I'm trying to think of like what seventies <laughs> rock and roll song about like people fighting would be on yeah. the sounds of silence. <laughs> Well, that that was used in Watchmen, though. So <laughs> I don't I don't think I have any crossover as far as exact songs go between that show and this show. But I wouldn't be surprised if I have there's some band or artist that might be. I can't even think of that though. But um, I've never even seen Watchmen, so I can't help you there. Ooh. Not not even the HBO recent HBO show. Oh no! Um, we did we did cover that one episode at a time, not minute by minute. But I think you, I think what you don't realize is that I was nine when Watchmen came out, or whatever. 
when when the movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> so you were Ouch. nothing when the comic book came out. <laughs> <laughs> what what year did the Watchmen movie come out? Uh, two thousand nine. Okay, I was eleven, but still. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Had already been living in Albany for three years. <laughs> <laughs> And I was two when Almost Famous came out. Hey, Almost Famous, the movie we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> is this the minute where um, Russell says, um, you love this shirt. It lets yeah, you say everything you want to say. I, was thinking about. I think that's probably the best delivered the best delivered line in the in the minute. Yeah, along with Jeff's retort, you know, and how he how he says it. Well, it speaks pretty loudly to me. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's. You know, for, for for that short of a line for Jeff, that's 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 a pretty good one, pretty pretty well delivered. And and you're right that when they cut back to to William, do they call him Billy? I'm I'm blanking. Oh no, I don't think I've ever heard Billy. Now, see, that's that's <laughs> the other thing with William though is, I mean, he does have his two nicknames, um, mostly Jeff, but sometimes Russell, and and I don't think we ever hear Larry or Dick or. Maybe Dick does, but uh, the enemy. Um, and then uh, uh, by the Band-Aids, they call him Opie. But yeah, William, you know, and, and maybe a Mr. Miller from the from uh, uh, good old uh, Eric Stone Street. <laughs> but yeah, back, back quite a while. They ago. just kind of cut cut to his reactions every once in a while. And it's not yeah. particularly interesting. He's just like, ooh, this is happening. I better... Watch. I am not in the room while they're doing this. <laughs> yeah, and I think for this minute, I don't think we get anything from, you know, uh, from uh, who I'm starting to call uh, Silent Ed. Um, he does have his one line, just like Silent Bob does. But um, <laughs> but uh, is that the drummer? Yeah, right. Yeah, because you don't even see him till minute 54. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was, I was awfully sure I was scrubbing through. And I didn't. Think I didn't think he was in this minute at all. We do have we do have a guy way back in the back though, you know, and I think he's one of these roadies that's been piling you know piling around, you know, hanging out with, hanging on the bus with them. You know, one of the guys that grabs some sacks maybe it could be that guy way back there with the min, mini cowboy hat type uh, hat there. Um, it looks like he's you know probably doing something with a guitar, you know, kind of getting a guitar ready and so so forth. But um, or actually probably put away more likely because because this kind of seems like it's after the show, you know what we, what we have coming up, you know people leave and they, and uh and and nothing else. I mean it, either it's after the show or the show is you know not not uh, not um uh, performed. <laughs> it could be a few hours before yeah. the show where they're still kind of relaxing, and yeah. tonight would have been the night they started selling the t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, it would be really too bad that they just got these shirts here at this venue and then uh, didn't get. Actually, the, don't we learn that uh, it's, yeah, you know, and, and later, not even what, two minutes later, that they all leave. So it, wouldn't it be not? Wouldn't they not have a show? Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, right. it's nighttime it, when they walk out. It is nighttime, and it. I mean, they. You know, well, what what happens for William and Russell? They go to a party, you know. So. You know, that's that's uh, like I'm saying, I mean, if if this is before a show, then that means Russell missed out on the show. (laughs) And that could that could be a reason why we see kind of what we see is it seems like a lot of the rest of the band are pretty upset with them. But there's other reasons, I think, to be upset with them at that point, too. 
but we'll definitely get into that more then. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, besides like like I said, Silent Ed isn't actually in this minute. We'll see him next minute. Um, uh, Larry, right next to Larry, is is Beth from Denver, and and she's just hanging there with the uh, with that incense, um, just kind of reacting, giving some little reactions, much like uh, Larry. And Penny's even in the background there. She's been ironing, and she's kind of seemingly wrapping up with that. And I think next, yeah, it's next minute when we'll catch what happens with uh some of these other people yeah oh yeah um the only other big thing i need to mention is is and i believe it was earlier on in the minute there was a very 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 slight uh difference between uh the theatrical and the uh the the director's cut it's called entitled so in case i Chad and Tyler you guys didn't know and it's and it's 42 minutes longer and it doesn't even include this long like like i think 12 minute maybe almost 12 minute um uh, stairway to heaven scene that uh, had to get cut or you know camera crow totally wanted cut because they couldn't get the rights to to stairway they got rights to like four or five other led zeppelin songs but that's one that the zepp guys did not want uh want used um cue the wayne's world no yeah. stairway <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, um, so at the, I think, I think much earlier in a minute, there's, there's just a very slight difference of the theatrical. Apparently there's, there's one shot that runs a bit longer and it's, you know, it's, 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 it's one of the shots where it's, uh, we, where we see the back of William. Um, but there is this other, uh, slight difference where right, right after Larry says his barbecue line, we then get Russell saying, are you doing Coke again to Jeff? And Jeff responds, Oh yeah, all the time. This is big, you know, and that seems like that ends, you know, that, that comment, but then he kind of moves back to the main argument saying, this is big stuff, man. You know, this, this idea, what what the shirt represents and all that. Yeah. I, it's interesting that you point out that the differences in the director's cut. Cause I, I was, I was going to point out that I didn't, I didn't find the directing in this scene to be very interesting. Hmm. Um, you kind of, you kind of, there's a little bit of camera movement, uh, when Russell kind of places the shirt on the chair to look at it, but really it's just kind of, kind of these kind of flat shots of, um, the, the manager and kind of cutting back and forth between Russell and Jeff, uh, nothing really flashy or expressive. And I, and I would say that's the case as far as, you know, uh, uh, directing from a from a visual standpoint you know i don't think that's cameron's strong suit um but he's definitely you know definitely more into the written word and and having you know getting the right actors cast and so forth to get uh to to get a feel for uh what he's really trying to get across i don't think you would want too much too much you know going on because you know this is you want them, you want the audience to hear what's being said and, you know, feel the tension between the group mm-hmm. that's there. So why have a lot going on? And it's just them sitting there, you know, having a very intense discussion. <laughs> Is, does the angle seem low? I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think of it in my head. Is it maybe because it's like William's point of view? Almost not literally, but like it's a POV shot, but like kind of looking up to these people 
Uh, I, I I get that. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah. There's definitely you know. I mean, that's that's going back to what Lester Bangs you know uh, tells William about uh, don't become their friends. I mean, additionally, at the same time, I mean, don't don't even idolize them. You, you know, you, idolizing them too much would be bad. Let alone becoming their friends like they. Like, you know, apparently maybe Lester had his own kind of version of this story, but um, not quite as uh, dramatic as far as um, being as young as William is. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I can see that uh, being being a, a technique, some some lower point of view shots. I suppose it would be interesting if overall the movie kind of like started off with a lot of like low angle shots looking up at these band members. And then over time, William mm-hmm. kind of starts mm-hmm. to see himself as equal. And so they kind of even out. Sure. Well, it's, it's been uh, so long since I've actually watched the whole movie through that I mm-hmm. you know really never even noticed that I'm going to have to watch it again. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something else to go on your quarantine playlist of <laughs> movies oh. to watch or things to listen to. What have you. I haven't even even scratched the surface. Um, the only other thing I can imagine saying, giving a little mention to, is is with all the uh, uh, sound equipment, you know, uh, amps and so forth, probably mostly uh, that are in the room a lot of these boxes have the word fragile on them. And is, is that kind of a little hidden meaning that uh, this is a fragile state in the band (laughs) time period for them to, that they're having this argument. And we previously had the uh, Russell poolside talking to William and, and making sure the, the microphone was off too. When he, when he indicated he felt he like he, he was, he, he was above the other three members of the band, at least like a, like a musically, you know, professional musician uh, point of view that he'd gone beyond them. But unless, uh, if either of you have any more notes, we can hear them now. Not for this minute. I don't want to bleed too far into the yeah, argument, which sure. I think is the bulk of the next minute. Yeah. Cause, cause Jeff says, you know, I'm always going to tell you the truth from the very beginning. And that's once when it cuts off. So we'll, we'll definitely pick up there. Um, anything else from you, Chad? No, I think I'm good. Yeah. So, so that means it's the, it's the time for Chad to to uh, we'd like him, we'd like you, Chad, to rank uh, from you know either you can choose now uh, favorite to least favorite or vice versa. Uh, the four bands that are most commonly believed to make up the band Stillwater, and uh, just just a little refresher: they are Almond Brothers Band, Eagles, Led Zeppelin, and Leonard Skinnerd. Well, I'll go from uh, favorite to uh, yeah. least favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to start with Led Zeppelin. I mean, I yeah. remember <laughs> growing up listening to uh, LPs that uh, my parents had and my cousin had of, uh, of Led Zeppelin, and always enjoyed the Stairway to Heaven and uh, songs like that. Um, next, I would have to say Leonard Skinner, but. That's because I'm originally from West Virginia. <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> um, then I'd say Almond Brothers. And finally, I'm not a really big fan of the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, some of their songs are good, but 
it's just I don't know. I they're cliche. Yeah, they're they're cliche, and you know, I don't need. Uh, well, who was it that uh, thought said he was going to run for president uh, in the Eagles? Um, I can't. I think of his name. Well, uh, there's uh, Glenn uh, Dan, uh, Fry. Dan, Fry. Dan. How you, you pronounce it? Fry. Um. Um. Headley? No, it's um. Not I Joe can't Walsh. Remember? <laughs> Not Joe, Joe Walsh. Walsh. Yes. Oh, it was Walsh. Oh Joe, wow. Yeah, it was Walsh. <laughs> well, he's he's my favorite eagle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he uh. Yeah. Declared his back in the day. Declared his candidacy for president. <laughs> so. Wait, know, is I, Joe Walsh the 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 famous like libertarian figure the same as? Joe Walsh, former guitarist. What? <laughs> oh, I think there's a John Walsh. That's that's actual, very much in the uh, a, a politician, a a senator of some of some sort. I believe. Right? Okay, I think um, because because I would keep, I would keep getting getting him confused with the uh, the um, America's Ten Most Wanted guy. What's his name? <laughs> John that, Walsh. That John Walsh. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you know what you say. I mean, with with your Eagles, the, they're definitely well. Like I was saying, Led Zeppelin definitely very much at this point. I've kind of I've been keeping a pretty good track, and they're definitely run in the in the number one spot running. And uh, Eagles are generally near the, usually at the, at the bottom. But Leonard Skinner sometimes kind of takes the bottom too. You know, and even Allman Brothers every now and then will take the bottom too. But now, uh, if it was uh, ranked these uh, bands and you know, who you'd get on an airplane with, and that's yeah. a totally different time. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that, that's when Allman Brothers goes to the bottom. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, for reference, there's Joe Walsh, the former United States representative, who was a 2020 yeah. re- Republican presidential candidate. And there's Joe Walsh, the, the guitarist. American guitarist. Uh, they are not the same person. Okay. But they do have the same name, and I got confused for a second there. <laughs> Um, well, uh, both of you uh, at this point, uh, let's just stick with Chad a little bit longer. Um, uh, you can do a quick plug. We'll get get into more of what the, each of you guys do on, on the further couple shows. All right. Well, uh, first off, I write the comics blog for the Albany Times Union. I've been doing that since 2008, I believe, something like mm-hmm. that. I've recently kind of branched out with my writing. I'm write news for the comic watch website which is just like a fan run site and then i've also took up uh writing lists for the comic book resources site it's like you know 10 whatever pick your favorite topic and you know make something up about it Hmm. it pays that's pretty cool. Yeah, we <laughs> we definitely are familiar with with a bit of what you do uh, from the old Watchmen Minute days. But yeah, glad to have you back uh, and and look forward to digging into some more of your stuff uh, online there. And um, uh, Tyler, what what a little, little quick little plug you want to give this this? Break? Yeah, I'll be quick. Yeah, Wildcat Minute is the name of the podcast. It's me and my sister Condra covering the Disney Channel High School Musical film one minute at a time in the same format you can follow the podcast feed 
it's amateur nerds. Uh-huh. I, I I know my I know my co-host from Feels Like Weezer, Zach. He he's really up for that uh, listening listening in and and maybe maybe getting in in with you on some episodes or not. I'm not sure. Oh, I I think that's definitely going yeah. to happen. Okay, cool. And we're having fun. Yeah, yeah. we're hoping to engage people's familiarity with high school musical and gain some popularity hopefully mm-hmm. um and uh you know so that makes me uh remember that uh i'd like to highlight uh, that there is the movies by minutes.com uh, website that's well over 150 uh podcasts now that are listed there with the uh prime one the the starter starter of them all uh star wars minute at least at least as far as daily goes there was the one other podcast that was actually doing it just a little before star wars minute <laughs> but it wasn't daily it was weekly like this one so i'll, I'll give a little shout out to them too uh, uh gutter balls uh covering uh they covered big lebowski one minute at a time as well and and they've apparently continued on and and done uh you know just just continued on the podcast and just not after they did the last minute of that movie <laughs> just continued on talking about whatever is my understanding that's cool um, so yeah, so I'm so glad that both of you uh, made it on uh, for this first minute of uh, hopefully three. This was minute fifty-two. Um, and uh, one, oh, one last little uh, thing uh, I should mention, uh, as I as I said before, um, uh, this uh, podcast is part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. A uh, whole bunch of rock and roll uh, shows there you can find. But yeah, so uh, definitely check out the all those other great shows there at PantheonPodcast.com. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, this this was minute fifty two. We'll be back uh, next week with minute fifty three. Until then, it's all happening. It's, it's all, all happening, happening at the zoo. <laughs> I am a golden god. Yeah.